Hey everybody, I'm Jody Vance. And I'm George Affleck. And it's time for Not Steal and Vance Unspun. I'll always love you. I'll always love you. No, we're going to continue with with Unspun Podcast. we got to keep you politically informed here and take the skin out of it all, right? Right. Yes. We'll talk. You got a new show starting next week, so we're pretty excited about that. So uh, just real quick on Czech TV, but also online, uh, Thursday nights at... uh, 8 o'clock, right after Jeopardy. September. September Right after Jeopardy. Nice. Right? I know. I'm really excited. Hot lead in. I'm excited. We need, we, we need a hot lead in. We need a hot lead. Maybe we can get this put on check. I, I'll talk oh, okay. to them and see if we can get on the check website yeah, with okay. Unspun Podcast sure. and keep things rolling. I mean, why not? Get one show off the ground first. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about, though. And it's oh, like yeah. breaking news as we're recording this. We're recording a little bit early, and it just moved mm-hmm. on Twitter. I'm Trisha still, my Barker. My hair's still wet. <laughs> like, yeah, Trisha Barker. Trisha Barker, yeah, that, you just told me this. Trisha Barker. Uh, if you're in Vancouver, she's running for was running for school board, second term, NPA, uh, good, good park commissioner. Board. You park said board, school say, board. You said I, school I said, board. Did I? Okay, um, it's park board. It's, it's subliminal. I want to get rid of the park board. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trisha would be great on school board. Anyway, <laughs> yes. and council. Uh, yeah. Anyway, she's stepping. She's bailing. She's not. It doesn't appear that she's running for another party, which is uh, so many opportunistic politicians in Vancouver. Do you want, me to, do you want me to read her thing? Let me, yeah, let me read what she, today I gave the MPA board my resignation as park board candidate with the nonpartisan association. I'm grateful to the board for the opportunity to run and the support they gave me during the 2018 campaign and my subsequent election election as mm-hmm. a park board commissioner. It has always been and will continue to be my goal to be the voice for seniors and people with disabilities in our parks and recreational facilities here in Vancouver. I intend to find a way to continue this important work. And I have to say, before we go any further on the politics behind what might have unfolded here for Tricia, Mm -hmm. I do not know anyone more focused on helping people with disabilities and helping seniors have access to the things that are so important to both those slices of our community, those important pieces of our communities, those pillars of our community at, who have mm-hmm. been forgotten and lost by many on agendas that have, you know, yeah. high in the sky, virtue signaling ideas. Trisha has been hard and fast. And when people are like, she's park board and park board sucks. No, no. Trisha Barker has a full-time job caring for people in the last yeah. moments of their lives and mm-hmm. making joy for them as well as being a park board commissioner, trying to make sure that there are curb mm-hmm. cuts and parking spots and, you know, beach mats Basics. with access, right? The ability mm-hmm. to go swimming where your legs might not carry you down a sidewalk, but you could walk, you know, up to your mm-hmm. chest in kids pool, but you can't yeah. get a reservation, you know, don't get me started. But anyway, no, Trisha Barker, I have great respect for her. And George, as you well know, every single time I called, every single time you called to talk the tough stuff through, she picks up. And uh, she, um, uh, which I should text her right now to see if I get her on because I'm on CKW today. And I'm like, I got to fill some holes. Uh, <laughs> and you text her while I'm talking. So, yeah, totally credible and really qualified person for the job of park board commissioner. Uh, and with MPA, an easy win, I think, for her uh, in that election coming up on October 15th. 
one of the few MPAers that probably would win, along with Melissa DeGenova on council. Uh, you know, this is a big loss for the MP. I thought it was interesting because Fred Harding is the new mayoral candidate. And I did notice at the at the press conference, I didn't see Trisha in the shots. I didn't think mm. anything about it because sometimes, you know, these things happen and you can't make it. Not everybody can make these things because people have jobs uh, when they're running for office. And if you hold something in the middle of the day on a weekday, it's tough. So I didn't think anything of it, but I didn't see her in the shot unless she was there and I missed it. But that's telling. And, and I, I wonder if it's, this is related to the announcement that Fred Harding is a mayoral candidate for MPA, and he was former mayoral candidate for a one-time one part, one time party, I think maybe two-time Vancouver First well, uh, party that a lot of the people that were behind Vancouver First took over the MPA board. Uh, there was a basic takeover three years ago of, those, of that board, of those people, of the MPA board, a coup, as it were. Uh, and so- Can I, I, just, I, can I, I just jump in right there and you can yeah. explain this? Because I know there's sure. a lot to unpack here in particular. That coup, that takeover, that moment mm -hmm. in time, I remember it vividly because of how this party, the purple sign nonpartisan association, this, this conservative leaning, smaller government, fiscally conservative party in municipal politics, mm -hmm. with the change in the board, from my novice perspective, appeared to go way right. Yeah, it was uh, an interesting process. I, I mean, I know more things than I probably can, you know, there there was a, a deal, I think, struck behind the scenes prior to the, the AGM, which I think was the last AGM the MPA had. So, uh, um, which is at least, what, two or three years ago? I can't even At remember. least. It's um, before COVID. It's so before I think there was, a, there was a deal struck with some people. People got into bed with each other, which is not uncommon. It's very common in politics. Um, and then... <laughs> backstabbing and then there's internal and then you know basically uh there were some good people that were on the board uh you know that got on the board actually at that time um and uh, uh then they slowly left because they were frustrated and as i got a lot of dms from those people the ones yeah, that were slowly, leaving that are like you right. would not believe what's happening here and i'm like tell me what's happening and they're like i that's can't that's right yeah and okay. so as a result what was left was some of the people that were are, are certainly right of center uh, and here we are today. That's led to the formation of ABC Party, which is, you know, Ken Sim, Ken Sim who ran for mayor for MPA last time, so unsuccessfully. So, right. you know. So Ken politics. Sim, who was very close to winning the mayor's office mm -hmm. within a thousand votes, we'll call it, yep. who then moved away from the MPA. And then John Cooper was the candidate. And mm -hmm. then John Cooper moves away from the MPA. And now it's <laughs> Fred Harding. So let's Who talk was, about Fred so Harding a little bit. Full Vancouver first takeover of uh, full of Vancouver NPA. first, but Fred takeover. Harding, correct me if I'm wrong, did not finish strongly, shall we say? Uh, I think he got no. He got I I, I forget he got, but quite, I, I thought he was either five or nine thousand votes. I, I honestly, it was fifty nine hundred. It was fifty nine hundred. That's why, that's I why you're five and you're nine. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm here for you, yeah. buddy. Uh, yeah, fifty nine hundred. That's that's you know. For a new a startup party with very little money and uh, very niche, and there was, you know, we're up against several parties. It's not a bad, you know, I, mean, I think uh, the other startup party at that time was Yes with uh, Hector Bremner. He got 15,000 votes, yeah. I believe. So, you know, these things add up. But uh, and as a result, I think that 5,000 votes would have gone to NPA, and that would have led to Ken Sim winning. And right. uh, nobody so, yeah, has those things. 
yeah, this splintering thing is happening again this election, and and that's why I keep saying the results will likely be the same as the last election. Um, but the implosion of MPA clearly with Trisha leaving, it's another like, uh, um, this is all good news to certainly ABC and potentially team. But right now, with the money being spent by ABC on advertising, I'm on CKNW every day for the last two weeks, uh, and their commercials are running every every half hour. And I, I own an advertising agency, so I know what that costs. It ain't cheap. Uh, no. And so they are they're in politics. There's an air war versus a ground war in, in an election campaign. And you can an air war is when you do basically you focus on your advertising budget. And usually it's either digital or, or whatever, radio, TV, print, air war being media. Uh, yeah. The ground war is like door knocking, signs, grassroots kind of stuff. Get out there, pound the pavement. You know, ideally you can do both, but you usually can't afford to do both um, right. because uh, you don't have the money. You so, got to focus on one. If you if you water it down too much, nothing works. That's right. You gotta so, like. That's right, and it's only August. So it's now September first, but those ads have been running. Say, what do you mean it's August? Yeah, September first. It's September. Uh, it's September. Oh my god! Uh, and so those ads have been running at least for two weeks because I've heard them, which means yeah. they have a lot of money to spend if they're starting this early. Um, yeah. and they also have a very robust ground campaign based on the tweets i've seen so abc's do come out you know fighting hard in the first uh, out of the gate uh they are also uh putting the kennedy stewart into the defensive and and so i'll talk a bit about that because this is a key to success in politics if you can put uh your competition into defense mode you're winning and so in right. the case and they know that everybody knows this but it's how do you get yeah. there it's not as yeah. easy as you think so mpa has decided that road pricing is the issue that they're going to pound Kennedy Stewart for. And he keeps saying, I didn't vote for road pricing. And I'm kind of, and it's true. They're both kind of true. And they're also both kind of false. It's kind of good. This whole road pricing thing is basically you, you can't implement what they're imagining you can implement. It's just not possible in a, in the city itself. New York just approved their road pricing. It's the first city in North America to do road pricing. Road pricing is when you basically charge people to drive their cars around. It can come in all sorts of forms. Eventually, it'll be based maybe on your phone or some kind of GPS system or something. Um, right now, the technology is not even close to where it needs to be. So generally, you do it through your taxation or through ownership right. of car or whatever, or your address or whatever so yeah. uh it's really really complicated and so therefore probably not a potentially profitable kind of thing to do but it, of course if you're a super left greeny person you know you want to stop people driving their cars and, and you want people to stop coming into the city hey road pricing is great even if you're not making any money um it can be a very effective to do that so you know i think that even though kennedy story he's not says he's not going to do it um i would say that you know and i've had conversations and i'm being kind of like trying to be logical and say, look, I know that staff are, because they, I speak to staff at City Hall still, I still connect with them. And they're saying that this is just not a thing that would work, but that isn't always, just because something doesn't make sense or doesn't work, doesn't mean crazy politicians don't want to do it. And this council certainly, current council certainly is, you know, with its left-leaning green agenda uh, and the green washing that happens at council in Vancouver, uh, don't let the don't let common sense get in the way of a stupid idea, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that so, takes me back. Okay, no. That takes it when you say greenwashing, it makes me crazy because the dirt that is piled up in this city in the name of saving water in a place <laughs> that it rains 300 days a year. It's like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. um, I did. I did hear back from Trisha Barker. There's more news to come in an hour. So uh, probably a different 
party perhaps that she might be running oh, her park board with. I would rather people don't do that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't like this bouncing around. It just looks, I, sorry, Trish, but if you're jumping to another party, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think, feel like, you know what, if you don't like the party you're in and uh, anyways, we'll, we'll see what she does, but I still like her, but I think it's just, I don't like this whole game playing that's going on. I, I, I guess I'm a dead devoted to when you join something, you sort of, I'm not a member of MPA anymore, but if I were to go back, I would try to fix it. I don't know if I'd start a new party. I don't know. Right. Right. So I'm getting the Intel early and this won't be posted until later. She said it's confidential until 10 AM. So I'm allowed to say it right. here because it's not going to be pushed out until later. By the time we air this, we'll right. know. And sometimes, uh, you know, we do get told things under embargo because people need to get their ducks in a row. But I'm going to go back to what you were saying there about wanting to fix what's broken. And I, I like that about you, George. I, I really respect your commitment to, because you've done your due diligence on what you believe, right? And I think that mm -hmm. it, it, it kind of does water down what a candidate stands for when they just easily sort of flip the switch. Oh, now I'm going to back this person. You know, it, it is that from a purely like lay ago, person. You hated that person. Now you love them. I mean, really? Right. How's that possible? And, and to a lay person like myself, who's actively trying to consume the minutia of behind the scenes politics, the spin that we're fed, this shell game turns me off. Mm -hmm. Right. Also though, I am willing to trust somebody, the ilk of Trisha Barker, um, who would look at what she has been fighting within for some time and, and trusting her enough to say, okay, well, I, I, I at the very least want somebody like you with your character and with your drive, because I believe in what she stands for. And I don't even talk about my political leanings publicly. Mm -hmm. I know Trisha, and this is me liking her as a person. She mm -hmm. has been somebody who, you know, when my dad was in the latter days of his life, reached out to me and talked me through what I would expect. And and discuss with like she cares about people she cares about the city she cares about the parks she's frustrated with what's happened at the park board she won't it would have been so much easier for her to just give up honestly it would have mm -hmm. in my opinion but she's so i think she might be a little bit of an exception to the rule for me in the jumping because i also mm -hmm. don't like the jumping i'm like you know because yeah. i i believe that ken sim was the npa guy when in the last election, he was, was he? I am the NP, but that's just it. From my he's just, optics I mean, He's an opportunist, I would say that. He's the ultimate opportunist, I would say. So I'm what's sorry. Fred Harding? Yeah, too, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't know, what do you believe in? I don't know, it's just, it's it's really quite depressing in Vancouver right now. I'm not really impressed by anybody. It's kind of can we Can we talk about the battle that you were referencing on Twitter? I know we've jumped over, around a lot here, but, mm -hmm. but Ken Sim, going after Kennedy Stewart and like you said, getting him sort of on his back foot, getting the mayor on his back foot here. Yeah. It's it's working because people are like, You're gonna pay I'm gonna pay what to go downtown? Yeah. And you working, of course you you've been talking for a year about what this is actually all about. So give give say Ooh. once again, George, what you've been saying for more than a year. About what? Sorry, about road pricing or about road politics? Well, I mean, I, I think I kind of touched on it, but I think it's really about uh, charging people to have their cars in the city and, and whether you're a person coming into the city or if you're a person, uh, you know, leaving the city or living in the city, 
I have to just close my window because there's some people outside. Go Hold ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm going to be cl- more clear in my question here because it's not as much yeah. about explaining road pricing, but the fact that, and Justin McElroy of CBC did a good story on this about how many times it's been mentioned. It was like 63 times and mm-hmm. how many votes have actually happened on it? Zero. Yeah. So this is definitely election season because you can fire up, yeah. but staff is still studying it. I know. And, you know, hey, uh, you know, the the key with it's not even the road. It's, the issue of road pricing is not to me, I, you know, and I think that what I said earlier that if, yeah, potentially a left wing council gets in a green council, they will push forward some kind of whatever they could possibly do. We know that the provincial NDP and are very against road pricing because they got rid of the tolls that were very successful. Uh, on the bridges to win an election. I would like right. to, some. I'd like a reporter to do this story. How many people have died on the highways and on the bridge since they got rid of the tolls? I'm going to tell you right now, there's people who are dying because we got rid of those tolls. And I think it's, these are da- there's data points when you get rid of things like that, uh, yeah. that need to be addressed. Tolls are, I'm a big fan of tolls. To, I, I, to be honest, I think that they are effective ways to manage traffic and to, you know, user pay kind of model, but you have to create a, a fairer system. When you want right. to build a you know, it's triple part. This was a the bridges were a, a partnership, um, and so therefore the the person who built the bridge, the company that built the bridge, was in partnership and had a revenue sort of way to make their money back. So it cost us the taxpayers uh, as a capital cost less. Unlike road pricing in a city where the roads are already built, and so you sort of like we already paid for these roads. Now you're going to make us pay again. We already mm-hmm. pay for these roads through our taxes. You know, if you're going to yeah. do road pricing, and I want a reduction, this is where you know when you add a new tax and road pricing is taxes. Uh, I want to see a reduction on the other side. This is not fair. Just like when we right. had the you know the the tax on you know the environment provincially, where we had um, carbon tax. The carbon tax. It was revenue neutral. You're going to bring in a yeah. new tax. You better make it sure it's revenue neutral for me because I'll be pissed if it's not. And that's and- the key to successful taxation. But the key to successful campaigning is a different game. And uh, this is a, this is an issue that ABC has enough information on to make Kennedy look bad. He's in the defensive. Uh, it's likely that they will bring in something of some form, even though it won't be successful, if they do win. Um, if the people like Christine Boyle and, and, and the Green Party and, all, and they dominate council like they do now, it's likely they will. But you know what? We, we talk about this a lot, Jody. Vancouver is a centrist city. It's a fairly left city. I'm not sure how effective this campaign that ABC thinks is a winning formula for success. It's almost bordering on the anti-bike lane kind of attitude. Like you're sort of saying, so you're pro car. What are you saying, ABC? I think it's a dangerous, uh, you know, way to lose the mushy middle in Vancouver. And I think Kennedy Stewart, instead of taking the defensive, just say, I didn't say that. But what I do believe in is we have to take care of our environment. He needs to take his, he needs to, he needs to get out of defensive and get into offensive and say, hello, ABC. So are you against saving our planet? Because that appears to me what you're saying. So you don't like bike lanes. You don't like road pricing. You don't like, you don't like like parks. Yeah. You you said you wanted to dismantle the park board. Now you don't, you you can't even make a decision about things. What do you stand for about one of the most important issues in a, in in on earth literally <laughs> and around earth is our environment what if you don't support okay you don't support the road tax fine i don't want it either i think it's a bad it doesn't make it doesn't work it's not going to work for us i've said that this is me as kennedy stewart but what i will say to you vancouver is i believe that we need to save the environment and we need to do anything we can as a city 
And the number one thing that city can do, by the way, is, is it's really about uh, heating and cooling systems in buildings. If you want to make a change in the city, it's really neighborhood energy, for example, or even like Ian Gillespie's company, which is called uh, Creative Energy. Uh, and he's, he's, you know, he bought out what was Vancouver Steamworks, uh, which was a steam system we have in our city. And he's replacing this. Yeah. And it's a way to heat buildings. It's a very efficient approach. But it, of course, it was powered by natural gas and before yeah. that coal. So he's trying to find a way to make that work and spread that through the city. We have a neighborhood energy, which heats the Olympic Village through sewage. These yeah. are things that you can heat and cool a building without using electricity, without using oil or gas. You, our carbon footprint as a city, just it just blows it out of the water as far as positive. That, if you want to make a difference in the city, that's what you should focus on. Um, and yeah. it's not very complicated because we have the infrastructure already set in place with neighborhood energy and creative energy and potentially others like, uh, uh, you know, Terrison or whatever they're called now, <laughs> you know, the gas companies and whatever yeah. else, hydro there. There's ways to do this. And I think that's what the city should provide. Anyway, my point is, Kenny Stewart shouldn't if, go right into defense mode. He needs to go hit back and he's not. Right. right. It's going to be something as we get ever closer. Here we are, September 1st. And we all go to the municipal polls on George's birthday, October 15th, uh, yep. 2022. I also want to just, before we move on to COVID-19 and what we are by staring the way, down. By the way, just so you know, because I just, I'll be on CTV that night with Diane Watts. So uh, doing, the, doing the color commentary, as it were, on election night. On my birthday, right. I'll be working. On, on uh, the birthday, we work. CTV, we work tune on to CTV on, uh, on election night, because that's where I'll be. Just want to okay. plug a little plug there. Little plug there. I do want to mention federally, politically, mm. before we get to the Omicron new variant um, approval of that vaccine, because that's an important piece to get to here. But federally speaking, we had Prime Minister Justin Trudeau come out and, and commit to a significant investment in ho affordable housing across the, the country. Yeah. And it, it speaks to exactly what you've said, what broke Vancouver way back when. It feels like Canada. it's, I mean... <laughs> Right. But, but certainly Pretty when we talk about Vancouver, like what went wrong? And yeah. you've said this went away. It looks like they might there. It's a slow walk. Slow yeah. walk. Seems seems a little late. I'm just saying. But that's happening. And well, I've done the math. I've done the math. Okay. What they need to spend. It's, 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 it's a it's a it's basically, you know, to build it's about five hundred thousand per unit, let's say to to build. And if we're 50,000 short. So do the math. It's it's tw it's a lot of money. It's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot of money. Five hundred thousand times. 50,000. You, you, you listen to do the you math. Do. You want to do that? It's all you do the math. It's I'm going to do the math. Billions and billions of dollars that has not been spent in the last 40, 30 years. Yeah. We got some catching up to do. Also want to catch up on the Christian Freeland story. Um, the native of Alberta, born and raised in mm. high level Alberta, Christian Freeland. Uh, now, famously, everybody's seen the video of her being absolutely uh, attacked at the at the city hall in Grand Prairie, yeah, uh, verbally harassed and cornered in an in. I mean, what would happen if that those elevator doors hadn't closed when they did? A couple of women like in there with their videos, thinking, "Look, I got it. I got like, oh my god, what have you yeah. become?" People, big guy, really big guy. Yeah, just dominating Put him in the jail. Doorway. Put him in jail. And uh, I'm glad to see that uh, all the leaders have come out and spoken against it. Uh, although, you know, Pierre probably have kind of said, well, yeah, we all get harassed a little bit. But, you know, this is this is different. And, you, you, you know, you have to take a strong position on this. It's not cool. And, you know, I hate the fact that and we had some we had some issues in Vancouver on council when I was there. And it's even worse now as far as security. Before you could walk in there, no problem, have a seat. 
then there were some incidences that uh, led to higher, more security, uh, and uh, it, it's unfortunate and and it's sad. And it, and as a politician, as a former politician, I want people to be able to approach me. You know, I think that's important that you don't. There, there's not this barrier between you and the people. You're, you're that's what I like the most. But that's what I like the most about when he first shouted, Chris, Christian Freeland or Minister Freeland. I think he said Christian Freeland. She said, yes, right? She was so open to whomever and however. Mm-hmm. And even if he had said, I have a bone to pick with you about blah, blah, blah. She probably would have stood there and heard it. We've seen her manage and handle mm-hmm. uh, somewhat explosive situations. But somebody like, what the F are you doing? And he's big and he's got, and who knows what he's, it looked like, is that a weapon that he's got on his belt? Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot about this. And then watching the videotape end with them, like high-fiving in the parking lot. Yeah, that was disgusting. What is it in you that makes you feel good about doing that to another human? I don't care what your politics are. That could have been Pierre Poliev in the elevator frankly, and I would have a similar reaction other than Pierre Poliev as a man, and it is different for women. It just is. And pe- uh-huh. guys who are coming at me going like, what well, happened to him? Nobody wants to be cornered in an elevator. I mean, Nobody. About, that's just the worst. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. Anyways, we, we had to like speak. I don't think that's over. I think there's more to yeah. come on that. And I also believe with, you know, not a lot of time to go here that there's more to come on the Lisa Laflamme story as that continues to <laughs> To top the news cycle, I, you know, do you think she get her she gets her job back? No. Why would you want no. that job back? Uh, you know, they they took what four days to respond to her video, uh, Bell. I think it was. You know, it's a yeah. lesson in uh, bad communications. That's for sure. In corporate communications, Unreal. you know, you are in a crisis. As soon as she dropped that that video, there you're in crisis mode, and you need to put a plan together. And they didn't. That's what's shocking. No. But and then know, they're think- like, we'd like to tell you the truth of what happened, but. We can't because there's an NDA. So they've kind yeah. of left it open that it's not about age. It's not about her hair. It's not about, it's about something else that should break an NDA. Cause that leaves a cloud of, hmm. you know, something worse. Yeah. Right. Anyway. I don't know. You and I work in media. It's not a good time to work in the media. You're starting a new show, which is great. You work for an independent company. That's great. We do this we own show. The, show. the world yeah. is changing though, for sure. You know, the way yeah. we work, the it's evolving. And I think, uh, and this is not, it's just, you got to prepare yourself to be flexible. You know, you yeah. got how many gigs that you do and that's the way it works now in the media. If you want to yeah, work as successful as a, as a, as a, in the media world that we live in now, you got to multitask a hundred percent. You can't, you know, and as an agency owner from a marketing side, if I don't keep up with the way things are changing all the time, I have my company's evolved four times in the last 10 years because of yeah. the way marketing has changed. If I don't do that, I'm out of business. So, you know, it's the same for the, the I think, I mean, I've been, when I was a journalist, I was, I was, I joined the gig economy early on as a, as a, as a journalist. I mean, I was at CBC for six, seven years, and then I was freelancing after that because I prefer it. I, I'm not a very good employee. Me too. Me too. I hate meetings. I hate meetings. Tell me the yeah. results of your meeting. I'll be over here doing other things. I can. Well, and you show up every day at the same time and all the, all the time. What? Every day I got to show up at the same time. Are you kidding? I, no. you know, it, I've been doing that for two weeks now. And I'm like, oh, poof. This, yeah. okay. In fact, I got to get out of here. Friday, I yeah. a show. That's right. That's right. It's Friday. Okay. Last but not least, just in yes. this last few minutes, it was just announced this morning that there has been approval on a new Moderna multivariant yeah. Omicron booster. And Glad we're I looking waited. at the ro- 
the, I didn't, but I can, I'm eligible in another two months and I figure they're going to go through vulnerable community or, yeah. uh, levels first, but if not, I can still wait. I feel good about that. But the good news is it's like eightfold protection. Wow. I didn't hear that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. That is. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds good. How about back to school? How you feeling? You got you got one going back. I got you know one me. going back. I'm total cash about this. I've been. I'm like. I think this whole school thing. I'm in BC. We we were always a bit more casual. We did that. You know, we were out of there for a while, but and that was really frustrating as a parent because uh, I'm not a teacher. And uh, I, you know, it's, it was strange that they're you know Ontario took forever, and we were just. So I, we're, our perception of reality is a bit different here, I think, than, say, Ontario, which is grappling with uh, and, and people are fighting more. But there's still people here in B.C. who are uptight about this and want kids to wear masks and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah. I, I, but know, here's the deal. Had, all my kids are like, COVID. It's, OK, we haven't yet. But speaking to you, I'm a little bit more George than ever before what? in that. I know. <laughs> well, we're fully boosted. Right. We're going to mm-hmm. get the shots that we are. Does, my, my kid is up to date on all of his immunizations. He got his hep, hep B, hep C, HPV, all of it. He is up to yeah. date, which a lot of kids aren't right now, which is, no, I think, I scarier than all other my things. My kid is, yeah, my youngest is not. He's got to get his HPV. Get, get up to date on, on the things. But with, with my boy, my thing is carry a mask. And if you find yourself in a small space with people you're not usually around, put your mask on. Like wash your hands. If you, if you feel it all unwell, to, you're gonna stay home. Oh yeah, well this my is, kid washes his things. hands too much. He my he, he it's funny though they they have no problem with this. We're carrying the yeah, mask and all that stuff. They don't. It's, it's not. It's I, I don't even ask Quinn to. He just has it. Same. He, he likes wearing it. <laughs> yeah, my kid just got a job. He applied for a job yesterday. Oh, yeah. and got one. It's gonna oh, be where? dishwashing and dishwashing oh, in a restaurant. That's what Quinn yeah. wants to do. I'm like, yeah, they need dishwashers. Which they one? do. I, know, I bet you I know which one. I, I bet you can put my, I think Pierce worth there. I bet you it's down the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I bet yeah. you it is. Mm. Cool. That's great. Wow. Yep. Well, then you start charging them rent. <laughs> Correct. I'm going to make him wealthy barber the hell out of it and put 10% away. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> the rest he can spend on vinyl and video games and guyliner. Make, make him read the book first so he understands what you're doing. I will. I will. It's a good book. It is a good book. All right. I got to go produce a okay. show. Peace out, man. Have a great, uh, well, next time we'll be recording this on Fridays from now on. So That's for those great. who are listening and watching, the show now will come out on Friday afternoons as opposed to Thursday evenings uh, because Jody will be doing Steel and Vance on Thursday nights. So you yeah. can watch that on where? On Remind Check. Us? Check, which check is on TV. your television. On your television or you can download Channel 6, check. I think, when I was a kid. It was Check 6 back then. Check, check. 6. Plus is the app on your Apple TV, or oh, you can okay. download it anywhere in the world. There's no, there's no guardrails. There's no charge for anything. There are no paywalls at all. And one thing I want to note about Check, which makes me so proud, Check Media is the only employee-owned media outlet in North America. Nice, independent, cool. Well, break a leg. Is that what I say to when you're starting? Ah. All right, break yeah. a leg. See you. See you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.